This portion of the show is brought to you by Just Wireless. If you need a new smartphone, get a new-to-you smartphone, refurbished phones at Just Wireless. Or if you need your smartphone repaired, stop on by Just Wireless right there on Milton Avenue's I-17 comes into town. Or go online to JustWirelessAZ.com. Let's get right to it. This is the Jeff Orbit Show. All right, welcome everyone. Thanks for listening. Jeff Orbitz here. Happy to be here with you today. A busy show. I'm going to start off with just me with some transportation issues. I got. Uh, I want to talk about the I-11 corridor a little bit. I also want to hit on money coming through for a wildlife corridor in northern Arizona. I'll give you the details as I know it as of right now here in just a second. Bruce Sidlinger will join me in a little bit as well. I've got some of your comments already lined up, so stick around for that. And if you got more comments, love to hear from you. We'll pile those up and get to those today or on a future show. Talk with Jeff at iCloud.com. That's talk with Jeff at iCloud.com. Uh, real quick, if I was selling a home right now in the Flagstaff area, I would call Kelly Broadus because she's a wealth of information. Uh, that's why I bring her on this program to share what's going on in the real estate market with all of you. And for my knowledge and, and you know, for my brain as well, I pick her brain to see what's going on out there. Uh, and it's a crazy market, but Kelly has the people around her and she has the passion herself and the experience to make sure you get top dollar when you're selling your home. Uh, she also helps people buy homes as well. She's got people that can help you there. Uh, look, if you're thinking about selling a home, call the best. You want to work with the absolute best. Jen and Mark did that. They needed to sell their home. They contacted Kelly Broadus, and it was like six days that she was able to sell their home. Full asking price. She's done this for so many people. Uh, Kelly can take any kind of problems and help you find a solution for it. Call her right now. She'll work with you and, and help you get top dollar, help you get that house sold so you can move on. 888-446-5602. That's 888-446-5602. 5602 or go online, get more information about Kelly Broadus and the Broadus Properties Group brokered by EXP at northernarizonafinehomes.com. You can also get your instant valuation while you're there, northernarizonafinehomes.com. Funny story for you before I get to some of this transportation-related stuff. I, um, I, As you know, we were in uh, Santa Barbara and as Olivia was going to the Reagan Ranch, and she spent a couple days at conferences there for high school kids. And one of the things we did is we drove up into the, the hills there above Santa Barbara. They, they climb up like two, three, four thousand feet. We we're probably about 2,500 feet or so. Uh, we parked really nice houses back there, pretty large lots overlooking the ocean, astronomically priced. I mean, we're talking multiple million dollar properties for just regular, you know, 1,500, 2,000 square foot homes, but you're paying for that, for that view and that location. It's still California though. You couldn't pay me to live there, uh, even though. <laughs> There's some really nice, I mean, California is an absolutely beautiful state. But anyway, we parked and went to hike up a bit so we could get a view from the hills outside, uh, you know, to, uh, towards the ocean more and, and the islands out there. Anyway, I see a guy and he's carrying a 30 inch, it has a 30 inch bar on it for a, a chainsaw, steel chainsaw. The bar is the thing that the chain sits on and, and spins around to cut the wood, right? So 30 inch, that's a big chainsaw. That's for cutting down really big diameter trees. It is a gas-powered, larger motor on it. Yeah, it runs on gas. This guy's in California, and I, I started walking with him as he's going up the hill. Uh, he's holding it by the bar. It's, you know, it's a heavy chainsaw. He, I guess he's a hot shot, and he was going up to do additional training. 
you know, to advance his career and this and that. And he's like, he was talking to me for a while. He's like, oh, I want to become a, you know, an EMT and this and that. And seems like a young guy and seemed like he got, he's got himself together. He was all, you know, he was in pretty good shape because you're hiking up a mountain with a chainsaw with a 30 inch, 30 inch bar on it. So I'm like, what do you, what do you think about? Cause we always hear that, you know, everybody's crazy from California. We know that's not the case. We know that probably 40% of the population is stuck there with, you know, a bad government and, and leftists in control all around. And as you know, California wants to switch to, getting rid of small gas engines. So your chainsaws, your leaf blowers, your trimmers, your you know, your lawnmowers, all the stuff, all those people that live in Santa Barbara in, in multi-million dollar homes, I still heard gas-powered leaf blowers all over the place. I still saw uh, uh, what, what's called uh, lawnmowers with gas-powered engines because that's what they all, they, that's what they got. That's what they're using. Anyway, the, here's this guy with this 30-inch saw. You ain't running that on a battery right now. I mean, maybe the technology will exist at some point. And I asked him about it. I said, well, what do you think about this push for your state to go to all all electric, all battery, uh, things like this chainsaw? He's like, it's, it's, an, it's an utter joke. I couldn't cut down a tree. We're talking 30-inch diameter tree or bigger. You can cut a bigger tree than that uh, bar will even, you know, that than it measures. He's like, this is an absolute joke. And I was like, well, what are you, you going to do? He's like, well, I'll just keep going and I keep my gas stuff. And, you know, it was his own saw. It's about a $2,000 saw. He, you know, buys his own equipment and all that. I just found it interesting that I happened to be walking right by a guy with a big chainsaw. And, and you got California who gets a lot of forest fires. And it requires people like that that I was walking with to go out there, to be in good physical shape, to have the knowledge to cut down big trees. You're cutting down, and I've cut down some big trees, not as big as what he's doing, obviously. Uh, there is an extreme danger of killing yourself. Uh, cutting down trees is, you know, one of the most dangerous professions out there along with commercial fishing. So yeah, we'll see how this, uh, how this goes. And Gavin Newsom continues to gain popularity amongst the Democrats as the, the chosen one to maybe replace Biden, if not this time, uh, down the line. Uh, and he, and he's the one that's really instigated a lot of this stuff when it comes to getting rid of gas and, and all of that. On, on a note on gas, uh, I did see this article that oil production, in the United States is at a record level. Kind of surprised me because we do hear about the administration clamping down on oil production, but record U.S. oil production is pushing prices down. An article, uh, according to Axios, uh, they were at, I think last month, 13.24 million barrels per day. 13.24 million barrels per day is being produced in the U.S. It's, that's a big number. I mean, it wasn't that long ago. I'm thinking 2015, 2014. So we're talking less than 10 years ago. The U.S. was generally about 9 to 10 million barrels per day in production, uh, you know, 8 to 10, somewhere in that range. Uh, so now we're at 13.24 million barrels per day of oil production. Not something we want to see go down because that's helping drive down those prices. And I know the, the Biden administration, we do know, is pushing hard to end new leases and to make it really hard. Um, so we'll see what happens there. And if, if, uh, a Republican gets in, if the U S can even take that further and may, you know, if you get the oil production up even more, uh, then it'll keep the gas prices down and maybe this whole, uh, electrification thing. And I don't mind electrification. Don't, don't get me wrong. I have tons of tools and equipment that uses battery power. There's just certain things that I know will not work for this in its current 
state of technology. I mean, maybe someday we'll get there. Uh, by the way, in California, I was surprised off of Santa Barbara. I counted at least 15 offshore oil rigs right out there. I mean, they were a few miles out. You could see them clear as day. So uh, there's, despite California uh, being the, the wackadoodle state that wants to get rid of all gas, there's a ton of oil production, which I'm sure came in line because those things take years to get up and get run and probably when uh, Trump was president. All right, love to hear from you. Talk with Jeff at iCloud.com. Let's talk with Jeff at iCloud.com. Okay, there's a wildlife overpass that's being, that has been proposed and I guess has now been approved by the feds as far as the, the money. A grant has been or will be distributed for a wildlife corridor over I-17 in northern Arizona. I think $24 million, $24 million grant is being doled out for this thing. There's something like a hundred, hundred and ten million dollars in overpasses, wildlife overpasses being planned uh, throughout the United States. So what are they going to get? Four or five of these things. Look, and, and okay, here's what this is: it's a bridge over the freeway that is specifically for animals. I, I guess there could be a. I've seen some, and again, I'll reference just because I went went through California the other day. I did drive over a wildlife corridor outside L.A. somewhere that did have a like it looked like a two lane road in the middle, and then the rest of it multiple lane widths. I mean, there was another thirty forty feet of width that was all trees that I would assume was fenced off for animals to walk through. Um, it was interesting because we're driving over this um, overpass, you know, driving under this bridge on a freeway whatever we were on and all that there's trees growing up there like full-size big trees and bushes and all this stuff on the bridge and I thought okay that's not horrible i guess what's the cost apparently 25 million bucks or so to, to do something like this i think that seems low for any kind of bridge maybe they're going to take an existing bridge and do it but i did question and i'd, I'd love anyone out there who's maybe an engineer who knows about this stuff which which i really don't what is the longevity of the bridge? Because I look at our bridges now over our highways that just have vehicles running over it, but don't have dirt and other moisture trapping stuff, trees, you know, organic material and all that on the bridge piled up because you're not growing a tree out of concrete, right? No, I don't think so. Um, what's the state of the bridge? How long can that bridge actually survive? Uh, before you got to scrape all, cut the trees down, get that guy in California with his uh, his um, battery powered saw, and 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 repair the bridge, because I, I would guess that a bridge with dirt and organic material and root uh, trees that have roots that go down and trees will you know slowly the roots will pop up concrete. You've seen it on the city sidewalks. What is the longevity? of such a project. I don't know the answer to that, but one is being proposed in Northern Arizona. It looks like out towards the Munns Park area. So that stretch of highway, what is that? 20 miles or so, 30 miles from say Kachina. Then you got Kelly Canyon road and then you head out really to the rim. I, I get really concerned when I drive, especially towards the evening when you, you know, the overlook at the rim, when you're about to drop down into the Verde Valley on I-17, that is elk and deer strike territory. They're all over the place. So that area, that whole area accounts for a large percentage of the elk hits that are happening uh, in, in northern Arizona, especially on I-17. I guess they're proposing this overpass, this wildlife overpass at Willard Springs. 
So we'll see how that happens. I don't know as, as far as a date. It looks like it's going to get underway here in not too long. And then they're going to do a bunch of fencing, I guess eight-foot-high fences, something like that, to keep uh, the elk from jumping over it and push them to that overpass. I don't know. I'll try to get someone from ADOT. It's, it's interesting. I don't know if it'll work. Uh, I certainly see this costing more than $24 or $25 million, um, but hopefully maybe it'll keep some of those elk strikes down. Uh, we shall see. Uh, let's see here. One more on uh, transportation that I want to get to. As you know, I just, like I said, I drove through California, but we hit, we headed through and, and went through Las Vegas, stayed in Las Vegas for one night on our way back yesterday or the night before, day before, and uh, we get... When we leave Las Vegas, you know, we're heading towards Arizona. You, you head out of Las Vegas, you're heading towards, uh, what is it, Henderson? You get to Henderson, which used to be the outskirts of Las Vegas. Las Vegas is so much like Phoenix where it's just all kind of blended together. Uh, and then normally you kind of take the road, the highway would kind of condense down. I thought it was just two lanes for the longest time. And then you enter after a couple miles, you get to a big hill that goes down and you can see you're driving down. You can see down to Lake Mead. Uh, that's Boulder city. That's the, that's the town that kind of sprung up in the 1930s to service the dam and all the workers that were, could you imagine working on the Hoover dam in the 1930s? There's absolutely nothing in that whole area. Uh, you know, a lot of people came from back east. It must have been going to like like Mars or something for, for people back then. Um, but anyway, you get to Boulder City. And normally, you go that way. You go right through the town, right? And I was like, we're driving and driving. And all of a sudden, I see a sign for I-11 corridor, Interstate 11. And you've heard of that because they're talking about bringing that through Arizona. So apparently, since the five years I've been in Las Vegas, they have created the beginning of the I-11 um, highway corridor interstate and next thing i know we completely bypassed boulder city which i find uh, interesting because you see kind of the ghost towns throughout the u.s especially along what was route 66 i mean some of it still exists but a lot of it uh was was bypassed i guess you should say um by interstate 40 and the interstate system you know, through the 60s, 70s. I think they finally finished that off in the 1980s. And a lot of towns just became absolute ghost towns and struggled uh, to really exist much after that. Uh, so I thought about Boulder City. And I was like, God, here's the, the feds come in. They create this highway. And I know you got to have progress and you got to have better highways and better road systems. But all of a sudden, um, Boulder City is just completely bypassed. And I didn't even know it. So most people just go through, won't even go through that town. And businesses that probably relied on all of that traffic, especially coming from Arizona, probably will dry up. It's an interesting, th- uh, interesting thing to watch. So anyway, we get to Hoover Dam. We do uh, walk around a little bit. Looked like the lake was up a little. Uh, you have to go back up towards Nevada, into Nevada. Now, we drove over the bridge, by the way, or not the bridge, the, uh, the Hoover Dam. You can still drive over that. But you can't connect anymore to the Arizona side. It doesn't go through, which is, I don't know, just make it go through. And we went around and we went over that big new bridge, which is enormous. If you haven't seen it from the dam, I think it's the largest arch in, I think, North America I was reading. It's huge how they built this thing. It's amazing. They should have done bungee jumping off of it or something like that. Uh, anyway, we so then we, we head on that road and continue to get over to the Arizona side, over the Colorado River, and there's already signs up that say I future I-11 corridor right there. The road was destroyed. It's a two-lane or, sorry, four-lane divided road right now, but there's stops and stuff like that. Um, so they already got that focus on doing the I-11 corridor through there, connect through King 
Kingman. And then once you go through Kingman, it would reconnect the route that goes through Wickenburg and connects over to Phoenix. That's the controversial part there. And there's a lawsuit right now from the Center for Bi- Biological Diversity that a judge said a couple months back will go forward, uh, the, the, allowing the lawsuit to be heard to stop the I guess, bypass going from Phoenix to Kingman. Uh, it'll really change the state and, and connect, I guess, you know, Phoenix, really Tucson, Phoenix to Vegas and then beyond to California. So interesting stuff there. Huge project, though. I don't know where the money's coming from because I saw this study I talked about a couple weeks ago, ADOT predicting a massive shortfall when it comes to funds. They're saying, hey, between the years 2026 and 2050, that they're going to have twenty sixty nine billion dollars sixty nine billion in, in revenues, so money coming in, and they're projecting they need two hundred and thirty one billion over that same twenty five year period for actual projects. So I don't know how that's going to work. More taxes, you know, more transportation taxes, I guess. And I don't know if the I eleven corridor is factored into that two hundred thirty one billion dollars. All right, love your thoughts. Talk with Jeff at iCloud.com. Get those comments in. Share those here in just a little bit. Bruce Sidlinger coming up in a while uh, and much more, so stick around. Uh, hey, it's a good time to call my friends at Desert Gold Exchange. Justin and his family-run company, man, they've done a good job for me for years. If uh, you haven't been watching, gold is and silver have been cranking up. I think went a little bit down today. Uh, there's thoughts that f- the Fed may actually just keep not raising interest rates, maybe even lower it. I don't know. We'll see what happens. I have concerns when it comes to all the money printing. I mean, the $2 trillion deficits. So I've liked to own a little bit of physical gold and silver over the past, oh, 20 plus years. I don't tell you what to do, but hey, it's probably a good time to learn about owning physical gold and silver. Or if you're already in this market, uh, the thing that I really like about Desert Gold Exchange, they keep their overhead low. They pass those savings on to you. That's the big thing is all those extra costs. Spot price is spot price. Desert Gold Exchange keeps those costs low. Call up Desert Gold Exchange right now at 888-852-4343. That's Desert Gold Exchange at 888-852-4343. Desert Gold Exchange, 888-852-4343. Hey, if you're listening to the podcast, please give us a great review and also give us a comment in there. If you're not listening to the podcast, subscribe. Look up the Jeff Orbit Show. Also on video, Rumble, follow us there. And on YouTube, subscribe. We appreciate everyone who's done that. You're listening to the Jeff Orbit Show. Here's a good idea for you before you start having family over for Christmas, all those Christmas parties, and the next thing you know, New Year's parties. Call Zero Res of Northern Arizona. Uh, get those carpets cleaned. Got a great special for you right now. Three rooms of carpets for 138 bucks. Three rooms by Zero Res, 138 bucks. Get that cleaned. If you're a tile person like I am, deep clean the tile and grout. Zero Res will do that. $69 a room. Could be a little more if you got a huge room, uh, but generally speaking, $69 a room. They get in there deep clean the, the, those dirty grout joints. Most of you all think that you have like black grout, but no, it probably started off a much lighter color. They'll take care of that for you. Here's the number for Zero Res. Go ahead and book an appointment right now, 928-378-8888. That's 928-378-8888, 928-378-8888, or go to ZeroResNorthernArizona.com.
right, since Olivia's not here with me today, and i got Bruce coming in a little bit, and I'll probably not have time to do these comments once we start going, um, let me do a couple of listener comments, questions, thoughts. And if you got any comments, love to hear from you. Talk with Jeff at iCloud.com. Let's talk with Jeff at iCloud.com. Tim writes, an easy one, did you win big in Las Vegas? My, my brother-in-law asked me that as well. I actually did not put a dime in a machine. I did not play any uh, you know, games or anything like that, any tables. I was shocked. The tables are uh, 25 bucks. It keeps going up every time I go. Uh, you know, Once a year, once every two years, I go to Laughlin with a couple of uh, friends of mine. You know, and they're, they're like, I get kind of upset when the tables are 10 bucks. We're talking like blackjack, things like that. I'm not a big gambler at all. I do, you know, I'll be like, I'm going to take a hundred bucks. And when that's gone, it's gone. You can barely even use a hundred bucks. It's, it's like four hands of blackjack at just about every table. That was like the lowest one I was seeing. 25 bucks per hand. And the tables are full. I, I don't know. I guess maybe, maybe I need a new career. I mean, these people must be raking it in or something. I mean, $25 a hand to play blackjack. So no, Tim, I, I didn't put any money into anything. I did put some money into the Las Vegas economy. I, I bought a hat at the Pawn Stars place. Um, I did that. We had to stay at the hotel. That was, uh, you know, $79. But by the time they added on all the resort fees, it was 200 bucks for one night. It was an okay hotel, okay room, good view of the strip, right? Um, 200 bucks. They added all these resort fees. And we tried to go to the pool and the hot tub is all closed. I was like, well, where's the resort? <laughs> so yeah, you got to watch that when you're, when you're booking things. I didn't quite know that. Um, and we also spent some money at some restaurants and things like that, but yeah, something cool to see once in a while, but I'm just not a big gambler. Here's another one. Talk with Jeff at iCloud.com. Uh, this is uh, from Jen. How does closing a legal crossing help deter illegal or deal with illegal crossings how does a close how does closing a legal crossing help deter illegal or deal with illegal crossing no it's a good point i guess it doesn't i mean and what jen is referring to is the discussion that angela and i had yesterday with the closure and if you didn't listen to yesterday's program the lukeville border crossing in southern arizona southwestern arizona call it south of phoenix the one that many of you have been to to go to rocky point uh, you cross the border, you got about an hour, hour, 20 minute drive through the desert, uh, to get to Rocky Point. Beautiful beach town. I've, I've been to Rocky Point many, many, many times over the years. Never had any troubles, although I hear cartels are pushing in all over the place in, 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 uh, you know, Sonora, throughout Sonora. Uh, they closed that border crossing to traffic coming out of Mexico and, as we determined yesterday, also going into Mexico. So now if you want to go to Rocky Point, you got to go over to maybe the Tucson uh, or the, um, which one is that? Nogales Crossing. Uh, maybe over towards Yuma, there's this Sassabi one, but the cartels apparently have taken over a town on the Mexican side, so I don't think you're going that way. So, yeah, I'm really concerned that the people down there, Mexicans who are working, who rely on the American tourists to come in, are going to get desperate, and they're going to have to head elsewhere, and they're going to come up to the U.S. where they may have stayed there for, for job opportunities. So, yeah, I think it's it's bad. So how's, how is uh, closing a legal crossing going to help deter illegal crossing? It ain't. They're just going to push and overwhelm other places. I'm sure they're heading over to the Yuma sector or something like that. This is a boneheaded idea. Even our leftist governor here in Arizona and our leftist senator, Kelly, I mean, all these people are coming out saying, Biden, what the heck are you doing? 
This is a horrible, horrible idea. So we'll see how long this stays in effect. I'm sure that they will reopen it at some point because they're probably getting a lot of political flack, which the Biden administration obviously doesn't need right now with as unpopular as they are. Thanks for those comments. Talk with Jeff at iCloud.com. Love hearing from you. Talk with Jeff at iCloud.com. Hey, if if you're um, drowning in credit card debt right now and you own your home, I feel for you that you got in that situation. Credit card interest rates have gone from like, what, 20 to 25 to 30%. I've heard some real horror stories out there, and you never, it's going to be really hard to shovel out of that. If you're in a position where maybe if you owned your home for a few years, you probably, maybe have a lot of equity built up. Why don't you give Kim Dawson at Nova Home Loans a call? She might be able to help you out and take all that heavily interest, the high interest rate payment credit cards and get a consolidation loan for a, you know, new lower fixed interest rate, which is on your home. Call her up, see what she's got available. Um, This may be a good option for you. I'm not your financial advisor, but call her, see what's there, do the numbers, see if it's worth it for you. Mention the Jeff Orvich show, uh, save a little bit more. Every dollar counts nowadays. Mention the show, get $250 off the lender's fee at closing. Here's Kim's number, Kim Dawson at Nova Home Loans, 928 310 6458 if you're listening to the podcast, please give us a great review and also give us a comment in there. If you're not listening to the podcast, subscribe. Look up The Jeff Orbit Show. Also on video, Rumble, follow us there. And on YouTube, subscribe. We appreciate everyone who's done that. Listening to the Jeff Orovitz Show. This portion of the show is brought to you by Fresh Roof of NAZ.com. This is the Jeff Orovitz Show. I get, I get a, Bruce, a text from uh, Bruce Sidlinger that he's going to be a few minutes late. He's here. He made it. Hello. Um, because of charging. You needed, like, you could have come even a little later. You needed, like, uh, you needed some more time to charge the old Tesla. Are you going to make it back to Phoenix? It's it's iffy, but I I might. What? Explain I've only got to make me. it to Cortis Lakes. I've only got to make it to Cortis Lakes. That's the other supercharger. That's thing the next for Tesla. one. Okay, the next one. Now you, you know, or maybe you don't know this. I think you know that that, that Olivia went to the um, the Reagan Ranch and the the whole thing there conference on communism and you know capitalism. Oh, wow. and all that. I it heard, was really. Was, I heard. Three Somebody, days. Three think, days. Oh, Shannon Bream was there. Okay, like recently. Yeah, a couple of days ago. Okay, she Maybe. did. She did meet the press from the Reagan something. Oh, like. okay. All right. I don't know if Olivia, Olivia met a bunch of people. People who escaped North Korea. Uh, people who escaped uh, China. And see, this yeah, is important. Venezuela. This is great for her generation because yeah. um, my my views, which probably a lot of people would say are extreme, that they're, they're the least strong you could feel having lived in China. If mm-hmm. you lived in China, or if you've spoken to an escapee from North Korea, yes, uh, then you can't not be terrified. Yeah, you, you can't be. And she had somebody who, for years, escaped multiple times, kept getting brought back. Imagine how she was treated at that point, and then finally got to U.S. U.S. citizen, um, very successful. 
Um, it seems like the people that get out of these places, Bruce, hold American values truer than a lot of the people who are actually born here, maybe even well, here sure. for they've multiple got, generations. They've got skin in the game. Yeah, exactly. You know, the key to anything is skin in the game. So uh, if you were born here, you, you know, you can become an American. Even if you were born here, you still have to become a patriotic American. True, true. On your own volition. If you... If you build, if you're in East Germany and you build a hot air balloon in secret and make it across to West Germany and then, and then save up and come to here if, if you want to come on over to here and and do everything legally, you got so much skin in the game then that yeah. you should just it's a it's a shame those people can't be president. Well, you, you know, know we've got the border crisis going on where people are literally just walking across and then giving themselves up. To me, that's. That's not what I'm looking for. But when you have somebody like, remember in the eighties, the guy that built the, like the raft and came over from Cuba, the kid. Yeah. That's, that's remember the that? other amazing story. And then he got sent to, back. That's the one you probably oh, should right. take because that's yes. some effort to do that and some ingenuity and all that. But people are just walking across and it's like, Hey, I'm turning myself in. Where's my swag I was, bag. I was talking to my best friend, Carl at lunch today. I've got a couple of stories. First of all, I got a passport. And that's something that's actually working really well. About three weeks ago, I was at the post office. I said, you know what? I'm going to renew my passport early. Yeah. So they took my picture right there. I always have They my, took a picture at the post office? At the post office. I used to have to bring it in, like go right. somewhere else. Okay. Take, it cost 10 bucks or something. Yeah, whatever. They, they took my picture at the post office. They helped me get it all packed up and filled out. I always keep my passport and my passport. There's no point in having a passport if, unless you're prepared to use it at any minute. So it's always on me, plus my passport card, the plastic card. So I went on the car and said, hey, I'm just on a, on a spontaneous basis, I'm going to renew my passport uh, because it's only got less than a year on it. Yeah. So I did that. And when it says, what are your travel plans? I put no travel plans. Well, normally that's the death sentence for how long it's going to take, right? Because there's no uh, deadline. Yeah. But I did pay. No a, rush. <laughs> but I did pay a little bit extra. There's one processing center, the one in Philadelphia. You have to pay a little bit more to send it there because it's quicker. So it's 50 bucks more or something. So. I got my postal money order. It's all one stop shopping at the post office. So there's a there's a great part and a and a perplexing part. The great news is, like two weeks later, I get uh, a USPS tracking email saying, "Hey, the your you've got something coming back from the passport office in Philadelphia." And I'm thinking, "Oh, they've rejected it because it was wrong because <laughs> it's only been two weeks, maybe maybe two and a half weeks." No way can they be that fast, right? Well, so then the crazy thing was. I said, well, this is going to be tough because I won't be able to be in Flagstaff for this. It was going to be delivered on Saturday. And sure enough, they tried to deliver it and it failed. So I thought, well, I'll get it after I go to Jeff's show, account for Jeff's show. Well, then I get a note on Sunday that says, we left it. I'm saying, you what? You left your password. They just left. So they they left it in the mailbox. I I mean, that's that's kind of like leaving a firearm that was shipped in a mailbox. I mean, a passport's a really serious thing to just leave in the mailbox. Signature required. So so sure enough, my friend, I told my friend Carl, he went over and he picked it up. He said, yep, your passport's here in the mailbox, you know. And, uh, but that got me thinking. I was talking to to my friend Carl and um, um, I asked him if he had a passport. He's never had a passport. And I said, you know, it's like, it's like one of the important one of the few remaining advantages of being an American citizen is you can have a passport. And I showed him how beautiful it was because it is a work of art. It's got all that. They're even fancier now than yeah. they ever were before. Mine's a, mine's a few years there, old. There's so I don't cloth know. Yeah. in it. There's plastic in it. There's, a, you know, I'm sure an RFID chip. All Micro- kinds of I was just going to say a chip. Yeah. Right. Um, and uh, um, anyway, I, but then we were, but 
but then I said, you know, it's just a good thing. I said, really, if you wanted to, if you could do one thing to be a survivalist, it would be to have a passport. Yeah, I would um, recommend that as well. That's the one it's, thing, and you can't do it on short notice. No. If things go bad, you can't do it on short yeah, notice. Yeah, oh, we can't. You can we always, can't process passports right now. There's a national right. emergency. There's yeah. this. There's you can that. always you can always buy a generator at a high price. Yeah, but you can't. You ain't get gonna a passport. buy. Well, I, I guess you probably could, but we won't get into the yeah. illegalities of of that. Yeah. How much if you hadn't rushed it? Just so people out there who I think maybe, it's 120 no okay. rush and 160 rushed. Okay, so yeah, that, that's something in life, and we. My whole, all of us have passports. The kids have had passports yeah. since they were born. Um, I, I think it's good. Is it ten years? I mean, that- essentially, if you think of this, if you don't have a passport, you're you're captive to this. You're border. landlocked. You used you're to be able to. to border. Uh, yeah. Is it is it good? For, I thought it was good for ten years. Yeah, and then I think ten if years. they're under a certain age, it's shorter than that yeah, because the picture I got changes. My, mine's now twenty thirty three, and I I will not live to see the next. Oh yeah, sure you will. Sure uh, you will. Anyway. So no, I would recommend everybody have a passport because I'm trying to talk Carl into it. You, yeah, you you should at least you you may need it. It's uh, I know a lot of the national even flights are going to require that like federal ID well, coming it's up. Also, a backup you could also ID. use that. You know, that's yeah. the great thing. If you got a passport, you've got a way to fly. If you lose your driver's license, yeah, it, it is. It's There's an accepted lots of advantages. And in yep. fact, I always yep. I always also get the the card. There's an option for a few bucks extra. You get a plastic card. Okay. Nominally, the plastic card isn't very useful because it's only good for vehicular travel to Mexico, uh, mm. surface travel to Mexico. So it's not very useful. But it's a photo federal ID, and that's very useful it, because the because the passport card counts as the ID you need as a pilot, for example. Oh, okay. It wasn't that long ago, Bruce, that you could go down to Mexico. And you did not need a passport. And, you know, you could go right. over for the day. You could do this. I, I don't think you can leave the country and get back in without that passport anywhere at this point. It used to be you could fly to, like, Mexico or something. I could be right. wrong on this, but I think a couple of years ago it switched to you need that passport for any kind of I mean, of I'm sure you travel. can get back in, but it would be a yeah, delay. Okay. I should, they yeah. have to let well, you in. Somehow. No, you just walk. You just follow the masses. Yeah. <laughs> you just go right in. It's like, where are you getting through? I need to get uh, through. You just you make it on through. But check this out. I've been talking about the closure of the um, – uh, the, the the crossing down there. Why am I forgetting? Lukeville, the Lukeville crossing in southern southwestern Arizona. Um, that's closed on both sides, so you can't get out. You can't get in. Uh, if you, if even if you have your passport, you have to go around to Yuma sector or um, Nogales or this and that. So there could be we could see more of these legal exit and entry points. And I had a listener chime in here a little while ago, well, Bruce, that said, how is this, how is this helping? always lose. Exactly. And that's what this, this, uh, who was it? Jen, how does closing a legal crossing help deter illegal or deal with illegal crossings? Right. It doesn't because well, nobody's coming. Very few people are coming through legally through a, a legal but here's entry the, or but exit here's point. Here's the thing. It's like, it's like if there's the, uh, because of this ridiculous reality, even though I'm against limiting egress and ingress by American citizens with passports or passport cards. Uh, they probably had to close it because they know that if it's an openable gate, it will be opened, yeah, right? So. <laughs> if it's openable, it'll be open to all. And so that's probably the least, the least ridiculous response. Well, they don't have enough people to get the people that are swarming the illegal entries all around. So they had to pull the staff from that area. Right. I'd say, don't we have National Guard? Don't we have people we can send down there to help man this thing? I up? would have I would have all of the I would have the entire armed forces on yeah, the board if I was president. Why, why aren't there people why are, why don't we have the National Guard down yeah, there would, to give them the, 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 the forces they need to protect well, actually, and seal our borders? Well actually the latest the latest I heard is that uh, is that um, 
the Texas governor has to take his his floating balls off the water. He lost that it floating case. ball. It was a floating ball. Yeah, he, there's a there's like a floating barrier okay. that, he, that he put on the river to yeah. slow swimmers down. Oh, like a net? Not a net. It's like literally <laughs> balls on a string, yeah, big okay. round balls on a string. And um, he lost the appeal, and he has to take them up. It, 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 so anything, it's like with, anything any with inconvenience, ingress. I was not a fan of governor, former Governor Ducey's shipping containers for the fact of the cost and the fact that he was going to lose that battle, but at least he tried to do something. Right. And the Fed should have just said, okay, don't do that again, but that's a good idea, or not a good idea. Let's help seal up the border. He actually at least attempted to seal up the border. I think I was he did actually, it in a ridiculous I I way. But, in favor of the shipping containers. Yeah, it's I just too expensive. something. Yeah, I know. It's just, it's just, I, I agreed with you, though, that they would be short-lived and they yeah. would just be a, 180, a so 180 million bucks. I want bucks. to mention one other thing I was talking to Carl about. I was saying, I was talking to Carl, and I said, you know, you need to get a passport. You need to go somewhere. And I said, but let me tell you what it's like if you're legal. Uh, part of this is historical, but you get a passport that takes forever, right? That that requires having a birth certificate, requires a lot of stuff. Um, then you have to get a bunch of vaccinations. If you're legal, you have to get vaccinations to go places. Legal. Right. Yeah, you're correct. If, if you want to do it legally. If you... Um, if I want to go to a lot of countries, uh, even momentarily, I have to show uh, a return ticket because they don't want to get stuck with me. I have to show insurance because they don't want me on their public health system. Yep. yep. Um, I have to, I remember at least one time I traveled internationally, I think I required like essentially a health certificate, like what you'd call on a horse, a Coggins. I had to, <laughs> I had to have an exam yeah. just to prove I wasn't sick. So the point is, and then of course, if you wanted to emigrate to a country like in Switzerland, oh, full check, you have to speak a, 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 a native language. Yep. You have to be approved at the county, state and federal level, all three. Um, and so it's, it's crazy. And incidentally, um, you know, you the yeah the rule used to be um, uh, the rule used to be that you were an asylum seeker meant that you were in fear of something. Well, now yeah. now they're saying the quiet part out loud. If you listen to the administration, they'll say in search of opportunity. Yeah, well, who isn't in search of opportunity? Right. So every that, that so there is no there's no even lip service to the criteria that you have to be fleeing something. Real quick, um, two three weeks ago, Angela and Isabel went to um, L.A. to go to the Greek consulate or embassy, whatever it is over there, because, you know, Isabel's going to study abroad so she had to for have a visa. four months. She had to go physically go there for the visa. Some countries let you mail it in. You got to mail in your passport, which is always a little sketchy. Uh, she went there. She had to physically go there, get the student visa. She cannot work while she's there or anything like that. She had to go to a doctor and get a full medical exam. They needed to see that. They needed to see from her and from us a certain amount of money in the bank so that we're not a burden on their society right. she's going there for, for school the stuff I, um, yeah. all of that stuff she had to do before so and other, other countries have yes rules. and had a, she had to have a return, a return ticket, ticket. Um, yeah. everything so, they, all that they, stuff I so told they do that is and this is Greece valid. this is Greece all right love to hear from you talk with Jeff at iCloud.com get those comments in uh, hey uh, Glenn Least at WT Wealth Management wants to talk to you and share a uh, um, or at least give your portfolio a woke mitigation review. I think this is pretty cool. If you're conservative and you like your investments to reflect those same principles, uh, maybe you're concerned with companies' wokeness and how it's affecting their bottom line. They're making a lot of dumb decisions in the name of ESG. Glenn Least at WT Wealth Management has been on the program many times talking about that. Why don't you call Glenn, get a complimentary woke mitigation portfolio review at 928-225-2474. That's 928 
888-225-2474. Glenn Leist at WT Wealth Management wants to put the power back in the hands of his investors and making their portfolios great again. Call 928-225-2474. More with Bruce Sedlinger. Hang tight. Back in a minute. listening to the podcast, please give us a great review and also give us a comment in there. If you're not listening to the podcast, subscribe. Look up The Jeff Orbit Show. Also on video, Rumble, follow us there. And on YouTube, subscribe. We appreciate everyone who's done that. This is The Jeff Orbit Show. If you get a rock chip in your windshield, remember to call Diamond Auto Glass. And let's be honest, you're probably going to get a rock chip because half the roads are falling apart and the cinders are about to go flying uh, once we get some more snow here. Call Diamond Auto Glass first. That's the company Angela and I have used for years to fix those rock chips, to replace our whole windshields if you need it as well. And if you got all the high-tech, fancy new cars uh, with the cameras, they have all the equipment, the technology, the know-how to, to line everything up, align everything, and do it right. Call Diamond Auto Glass at 928 779 or go to thedifferenceisclear.com. We barely scratched the surface. We got through passports and illegal uh, immigration and legal immigration. And um, I want to get into, because you know I was in California, so I saw a ton of Teslas and some interesting technology when it comes to energy. I want to get into the the bike race first. <laughs> what is this? I mean, let's do that when we get back. So taking first, I, we also, hear about this me, me all the time. About, thinking about windshields, I just want to mention that the, the windshield part for a Tesla Model X. Yeah which I break like every month up here is, uh, I think it's up to $2,300. $2,300. That's for the piece of glass, not the install. Wow. Wow. It is, it's gotten crazy with the, the cost because um, I have a family member who just got a little ding, you know, and you know, you have to replace, you can't just replace a little well, thing you know, anymore. If you it's set like, off an airbag, it's total. That's the usual rule. Now the insurance company said if the airbag is deployed, it's total. Really? For any car. I mean, Even though the car may be fine. If the airbags deploy, You're it's done. just not feasible. Yeah. Okay. Well, I mean, we're eventually going to get to everything being disposable because you don't have I to I thought have, we were trying to save the world, But Bruce. you don't have to have any talent in the field that way. You don't have to have techs that can do anything if everything's disposable. Yeah. Let's talk some tech issues. I want to talk. Um, I think I told you one last thing. I told, on my Tesla, my horn, my horn button failed. Yeah. That required replacing the steering wheel and the steering column. Of course. Of course. What happened to the day where you could just like practically sit in the engine Oh, and yeah. you know, replace the alternator. Yeah, I mean, eight, I can, I can, I can uh, spend the weekend in my, my ninety four Jeep. Yeah. You know, you just you, whatever. Yeah. I can replace Lots anything. Room. I think that it's going to be like Cuba. You're going to see the old cars being revitalized. All right, more with Bruce Sedlinger. We'll get into this trans bike race. Just another outrageous, crazy uh, item we got to hit yeah, on. Run, and look that up on the internet. Go Google yeah, look trans that bike race. It's so you can crazy. See the photos. Trans bike race. Hang tight. Back in just a few.
This portion of the show is brought to you by Sportsman's Bar and Grill. Great time to head on up just north of downtown Flagstaff. Check out their great daily specials at Sportsman's Bar and Grill. Let's get right to it. This is the Jeff Orvid Show. We'll, we'll do some more transportation. This is kind of like a transportation show. I was talking about the I-11 corridor in the beginning of the show, Bruce, yeah. before you got on. And then also the uh, wildlife overpass that apparently is now being funded by the feds to the tune of $24 million by Willard Springs. The first I one think. of those I saw was on the way to Hoover Dam. Is that, that where one? I saw that? Yeah, that's I, the first one. I thought I saw one no, in California. They had one California, right? Yeah. They had one in California, like over the 105 or something. Yeah, you know what I'm talking about. And, uh, and I drove oh, over. The Maholland Maholland yes, Drive. Yeah, yeah. I, I, told, I told everyone about that last hour, and I drove over, and I was like, well, that's weird. There's like a tree above me. And yeah. the first thing I thought about with it, though, is what's the longevity of the structure underneath? Because now you've got a dirt and yeah. organic compounds just kind of exactly roots what going causes down into a it. foundation to fail yeah, exactly so i mean I think, be prepared to replace I think them a lot the reason we get things like this and i think i love wildlife more than anyway wildlife is my life and and domestic uh chihuahuas of course um well are the wild chihuahuas not for long <laughs> um but one of the things um that i think and it's kind of like this the anti the suicide prevention nets that California said we'll tax we'll tax the richest people in California one percent of their income three percent three days a year out of the working life of the richest Californians. Think how much you think how much Elon Musk has done in three days. That's the difference between going to Mars and not going to Mars. Three days of his time. They said we'll just steal three days of those time to fund this one crazy pet project, which is to put suicide prevention nets. Over on bridges, bridges but yeah. they weren't going to do all the bridges. They just caused you to go to less popular bridges. Well, there's a there's an opportunity cost. You can have a lot of mental health counseling for yeah. 1% of the income of the richest Californians. Well, similarly, you could do a lot of wildlife things um, for the cost of those bridges. Maybe they're the only answer, but I, f- I feel like they're very public virtue signaling. And I think so. You, you could do so much that, that it's ridiculously expensive. And, you, could, and, I, and, you know, sometimes... Sometimes they work out and a lot of wildlife cross them and other times they're just not adopted. If you've ever bought your dog a, a toy that it doesn't play with, you know what I mean? Sometimes, yeah. or a cat, a cat the tree wildlife that doesn't, doesn't care about. Sometimes a cat says, doesn't oh, I'm, cooperate. I'm not into this. Yeah. I'm not going here. I right? hate you. Yeah. I, I, I compared that recently. I mean, I'm surprised I didn't get more nasty grams to the public bus system. Like sometimes a bus makes sense. I bet you most of the times it doesn't for the cost, the multiple millions of dollars. Sometimes, and in California, they had a bunch of those e-bikes and Angela was joking before we even went over there. It'd be cheaper to buy all these people an e-bike and say, never ride a bus again (laughs) than, than, than creating some of these programs. And I don't know the answer. Uh, uh, I, I just like, I can't put myself in the mind of a woman. And so I don't say a lot about abortion because it's not my thing. I don't know what it would be like to be confined to a wheelchair, but I remember that as an as a economics major at the time when ADA was proposed, I said, okay, as currently defined, the entire population that ADA will apply to as currently defined, because I knew the scope would expand. Like and it, it always did, does. dramatically. Um, I said, that way back 40 years ago, when a million dollars was a lot, I said, we could send a million dollars to every person who would qualify. And I think we should give them that choice. I think we should say, do you want the ramps or do you want a million dollars? Because for a million dollars, 
that's enough to really, yeah. you know, have do stuff. Don't right? get me going on the ADA stuff because I just but every, I mean, every every time I go to a hotel, right. the the access points for the pools. Well, right. I'm like, this makes zero well, especially sense. When they put them on zero every sense, pool. Like every body is, of water. Hotel, hotel has five pools. One hotel has five pools. Everyone they're, has to have the the, the thing. They're all re- they're all rusting away. Right. They're just and right. and people are hitting themselves, hitting their heads on it. And I've never. Right. I, I'm going to start asking. Hotel clerks up front or whatever. How many times have you actually brought up the equipment to use this thing? I've never seen one use zero. I've never seen one use. And what are the chances it will work that one day? What a waste and a misallocation of capital and resources for this nation to do that. And I'm not saying I don't want people to have access. I'm saying doing a carpet bomb approach for everything, a stupid centralized government approach for everything is not the solution because it just does not make sense. You know, I, I... I, I had simpler things for trying to get a little bit of fairness. And you have to be careful about fairness because because very few things are beyond the control of the victim. Uh, but one thing, for instance, would be childhood cancer. This is my most sympathetic group. Of all the people in the world, children with cancer are yeah, my worst. Yeah. I, I, would, I would be in favor of something like saying, hey, if you're a kid and you had a life-threatening cancer, which, which, which is unambiguous – uh, like you, you don't, you're never going to pay income tax or something. I would just say, you know what? You had such a bum, you had such a horrible start that well, we can't reverse destiny, but at least you want to pay income tax or maybe just say, or, in, or no property taxes on your first house or something. Well, or instead of sending a bunch of money to Ukraine or some other country, that endless pit, right? You say, we're going to make sure that at least the treatment's taken you know, care of. Someday right? I do want to talk. I don't know if we have time today or some future day, but I do want to talk about real politic with you especially since henry kissinger just passed away yeah i let's talk about that on, i think on the christmas yes show on the christmas show because yeah. because i'm not i'm not just axiomatically against giving money to, to ukraine i okay. think okay. I, I believe in a containment but we have to be smart about that's it. That's right. Well, we that's, have to be that's, smart that's and problem. ruthless, and we're not smart and ruthless. We're not being smart and ruthless. That's right. the problem. Okay. Speaking of, of, of firearms, um, have you been out to Timberline Firearms and training to check out their great indoor shooting range just five minutes north of the Flagstaff Mall? I know Bruce has because you got a CCW? Yes. I got a did, CCW. Did Rob, Rob taught that class, right? Personally, and it's amazing. He really puts job. heart and soul. Oh, you know, man. He's extremely overqualified to be teaching a CCW class, but wow, does he do, does he he does do it. He does a great job. Go to Timberline. Great training courses there. Great gift idea for Christmas coming up. Uh, get your loved one a, a gift card. Uh, call him up right now. Timberline Firearms and Training, 928-526-7900. 928-526-7900. Or quick five-minute drive. Even Bruce's Tesla can get out there. Quick five-minute drive to Timberline <laughs> oh, Firearms and Training. Oh, he has a car charger. And he has a car charger yes. right there. Um, yeah. And there's a gas station nearby, too, right. if, you need, if you're old school like, like the rest of us. Timberline Firearms and Training. Head on out there. Get more info as well at TimberlineFirearms.us. Okay, so we you were know, in California. Cal- we're telling the listeners about Timberline because the airport is not telling listeners about yeah, Timberline. Yeah, <laughs> the whole air. Listen to last week's show on that <laughs> oh, <okay>. one. Okay. <laughs> and you got a lot of national press on that idiotic oh, yeah. thing the city oh, yeah. council did. Okay, so I'm in California and there are Teslas everywhere. And um, that isn't even Silicon Valley. Yeah, in this Silicon was LA. Valley, in Silicon Valley, you could have the kids in the back seat playing a game that if you spot something that's not a Tesla, yell out. Because oh, every car in Silicon okay, Valley is now, a Tesla. We have a game that Owen plays in Flagstaff, and he just shouts out Tesla. Because when he sees one, it's like it's, it's a little more rare. Right. But he'll sometimes Did get up to... Did you ever play Slugbug? Yeah, yeah, back at the VWs. <laughs> <but, yeah, laughs> Slugbug! Yeah, yeah. <laughs> we, we'd call him Herbie, because they had that... Oh. that 
Well, slug bug is when you slug somebody, though. Oh yeah, but we used to call what we used to call it the uh, it was for the VW the bug, right? right, right. Yeah, Yeah. right. But now, so Owen plays a game called Tesla every time he sees one because he might see six driving around Flagstaff. So it's like kind of this rarity over there. One time he got up to four hundred, and we had to tell him, "Okay, the game's over." Yeah, just (laughs) just stop. But I did notice so lots. I did notice quite a few charging places. The rapid Tesla chain charging places in California network is. Has always been impeccable. This is why the only electric car that makes sense is Tesla. If you if you must inflict an electric car on yourself, and I only recommend doing it if you are a cult a cult type personality, because you have to join the cult because it's still not going to be convenient and it's still going to be very expensive. But anything other than a Tesla is so much worse because you will not be able to go cross country okay, in okay. anything but a okay, Tesla. Okay, so here's what we did: we drove from. We left LA, which has the charging all over. So I assume the Teslas we were seeing were fully charged and we're heading and went through Bakersfield. And then we actually went to Las Vegas. That's about, was it four hours or five hours? Well, there's a massive charger. I want to say four hours. Do you know where the thermometer is? No, but there were some weird orbs out in the desert glowing bright oh. white. Um, no, I'm sure you know what I'm talking about. There's some somewhere uh, near um, – anyway, there's lots of Tesla infrastructure between Vegas and – Okay, here's my question, yeah. Bruce, since you've been a Tesla guy for a long time. So I leave um, Los Angeles, and I'm heading to Vegas. There was a charging station. We stopped at a sandwich place in – was that Bakersfield there? Am I, am I right, Bakersfield? Yeah, I'm bringing up Supercharger map okay. for you. And then the next stop is Vegas. There's nothing in between. If I stop at a supercharging station, if I'm a Tesla owner, or really any uh, EV owner, but let's just stick with Tesla. I think, there is, here, I think there's a lot in between. You just don't see it. Okay, I didn't see it. How, how often do I have to stop in that four or five hours? And am I, am I eating a sandwich in the meantime? Is it a 20-minute charge, and how far am I – give me the process here. I just – I don't understand. Well, okay, so I'm showing Jeff the map. There's There are chargers everywhere. You just don't see them until you okay. own a Tesla. Okay, and then you know they're where they're everywhere. Okay, um, how long does it take? Uh, for my Tesla, which is a little bit older, I typically stop for an hour. The newer Teslas, you would typically stop for half an hour. Okay, so if I'm going from L.A. to Las Vegas – Am I gonna have to stop? I would say once one 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 hour stop would would be what you do. Okay, so that's see that's it's adds an hour. That's a problem for most people. Well, that's why I you mean have to, that's, that's why, why you have to be unemployed and a cult. Well, member. yeah, because I if mean you're we're, you're we're like hour. we're on a tight timetable and we're like we got to get back. We we got to get to this point by this time, and we we got the show to do. Kids got uh, taekwondo. You you name it. Anybody, and an hour. Anyone, we we actually didn't do the Hoover tour dam because we didn't have an extra hour. Well, here's what I would say. If if your life involves looking at having like a wristwatch or or, referring, or looking at looking the time, at the clock. don't have okay. an electric car. So they have to stop for, I've heard 20 minutes, but you're saying up to an hour to get it charged to make it to the next rest point. The better way to think about it is that you add, uh, my car, I can add three miles per minute at a supercharger. The okay. new ones can add about four miles per minute, maybe five miles per minute. Okay. So you're going to have to do something. You're going to have to. So on and if it's 110 so, degrees out, you're going to have to go find a nice air right, conditioning so, restaurant. Right. So in, in 30 minutes, you can add 150 miles. Okay. But can we can probably safely assume that 10 years from now, it's going to be 10 minutes to do it or something. I, I don't mean, know. We're do kind of pushing that, the limits of battery technology. Yeah, that's, that's, well, here's something else I noticed out in the desert. Uh, north, in 100 years from now, you're just going to put VR goggles on everyone and they're going and to. And you won't go anywhere. <laughs> yeah. So far. Yeah. Well, uh, to the west of Las Vegas is a super duper huge uh, solar panel field, right, 3,000 right, acres. Right. I, I don't know if you heard me talking about this, but I'm coming around the corner and out, it's the middle of nowhere. 
and there's these glow, two glowing orbs. Yeah. Have you driven by this? Yeah, you're probably talking about, there's a few of those. What that, that's, that's molten sodium. Yes. Yeah. Molten sodium. I'm looking at it, and at first I thought the sun was reflecting on something. And they then I the started. for that James Bond movie. Remember the James I, yeah. Bond movie? They got that idea. I thought anyway. I was watching. Yeah. Uh, I, I it's was like, the one where, it's the one where the guy uh, uh, blows up James Bond's uh, seaplane. With okay. the gun, okay, uh, it's it's and it's that it's that diamond thing that 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 makes it work, and uh, but yeah, it's solar it looks concentrator, huge yeah, tower, solar concentrator. And so what they do is they charge from salt from the sun during the day and superheat this salt thing, right. sodium right. thing, right. right, and it maintains at a thousand degrees or something that heat, and then in the evening, it uses that heat to cook the water to right. turn the turbines right. because the sun doesn't shine at night. Right. right. I mean, you yeah. can't use solar power at night. Um, but I started thinking about this, Bruce, because a lot of people nowadays with Starlink satellite, Amazon delivery, solar panels that you could put on your house and actually use. And you could maybe drill a well in a lot of places. You live in the middle of nowhere and you can buy cheap acreage as kind of like your disaster preppers retreat. Right. right. No place is safe now because that useless land now could Oh, right. It's not quite so useless. Oh, so right. I'm looking at this chunk of desert in the middle of nowhere, and I'm thinking about the one or two dudes that maybe built their house out there, you know, for the zombie Imminent apocalypse. Is gonna yeah, them. and now they all of a sudden they're like, hey, this island's useless. We're going to build this huge solar array. The, those orbs must glow all night. I mean, do we care about well, it? Must, they, it probably they, gets dim. They don't glow at night because there's no sun. Well, it's maintaining the heat, I though. know, but they don't. Okay. It doesn't keep those glowing. Okay, so it doesn't say I'm not. You're not going to have this big light in your backyard. No, in the but, middle of the night. It's no, gonna, but it you're must... still. But if you're a survivalist, you're still not going to have privacy anymore. <laughs> yeah, because so, there's going to be people all over the place checking stuff. Yeah, because I was thinking. You know, my thing has always been. Well, maybe I need a thousand acres in the middle of nowhere. You know, that's cheap land, and right. put the house in the very middle. But then I'm like, hey, yeah, there could be. A, there's a wind farm coming. There's a probably, solar plant you coming. You could probably do that if you went. To some place like Portland where it's always cloudy. Nobody's going to bother yeah, nobody's to put gonna, solar. They'll put up the wind. There'll be some kind of cloud power right, coming cloud or power. something like that. So I, I don't know. It was, just, it was just interesting because I just started thinking that you know, no place is safe anymore for privacy, I guess, yeah. in the middle of nowhere. All right. Love to hear from you. Talk with Jeff at iCloud.com. Get those comments. And let's talk about these uh, another case of uh, some dudes winning in the girls' races. We'll get to that in yeah, just a second. Yeah, go look it up on the internet. Yeah. Before we come back, yeah, look it up. Look, look it up so you can just see say, the picture. Just say trans cycle race and, and, yeah. and search I've, for dates starting yesterday. Yeah, you'll see, it was the top post. You'll Riley, see the, you'll see, was on, you'll see the picture. Riley Gaines was on Fox today talking about it. Yeah, okay. Well, we're going to talk about it when we come back. But before I do that, uh, if you're driving around like me and Angela do a lot, like Bruce does a lot, uh, you probably have auto insurance, right? You should. Uh, motorcycle insurance. Insurance, RV, off-road vehicles, boats, business owners, life insurance policy. Oh, your home. You got homeowners mm-hmm. policies as well. We switched to Eric Boatner Allstate Agency. It took us a couple years to do it. I've told you the story. Uh, I shouldn't say we because Angela did all the work. Uh, before I had them come on the program to be a sponsor here, I made sure they have excellent customer service. And they have done just that. Eric Boatner and Lisa Boatner at Allstate Agency and Flagstaff provided, has, have provided great customer service for me and Angela. Uh, also, we have been able to save some money. Got an email from Newt yesterday that said his homeowner's insurance went up from like 1200 to two grand in one year. People are experiencing that. So anytime Damn. you can save a little bit of money, uh, might be worth shopping around. Call Eric Boatner, Allstate Agency at 928-774-8722. That's 928-774-8722. Back in a minute. 
Hey, if you're listening to the podcast, please give us a great review and also give us a comment in there. If you're not listening to the podcast, subscribe. Look up the Jeff Orbit Show. Also on video, Rumble, follow us there. And on YouTube, subscribe. We appreciate everyone who's done that. You're listening to the Jeff Orbit Show. A great way to save some uh, energy when it comes to heating and cooling your home is to replace your blinds. Get a great new set of blinds, shutters, or shades from the Blind Brothers, great northern Arizona company. Uh, if you're living out in the middle of nowhere and they put up a big solar array and put up those big glowing orbs, he has even those blackout things that'll that'll keep the orb light out. Call the Blind Brothers. Uh, I, I love dealing with them when they put in new blinds in our home. They did an excellent job. I highly recommend having them do the installation when you call, mention the Jeff Orvitz Show, get half off installation in addition to any other advertised specials. Call the Blind Brothers right now, 928-634-2423. 928-634-2423. Or go to theblindbrothers.com. Sidlinger is, is here with me, and I'd love to hear from you. Talk with Jeff at iCloud.com. I'm on the New York Post right now. Transgender cyclists once again take gold and silver at major female competition. And what it is, it's a female competition, so a female bike race. Girls, right? Right. Okay. And these two, there's a picture here of the, the, the was this bronze, silver, gold these two i'm circling you i know you can't see this they are clearly clearly dudes well they're not there's no question here bruce well and there's actually a separate category when they fill out the form they're they're registering as transgender females and so it's not like they were attempting to pass i i should (laughs) preference this by saying I love gay people, I, I know, gay I people. know, but but and, this is a, this but, is absurd. But right, but the thing is, and I constantly, you know, it's taken my whole life. One of my favorite books was is 1984 by George Orwell. Yeah. But it's taken my whole life to understand it at the level I currently understand it at, which is that it's so exactly prophetic. One of the things that was critical to 1984 when they described, I want to talk later about memory holes and stuff, but one of the most critical things, the punchline of the book, was when you had to say uh, how many fingers I'm holding up, and you had to say three even though it was four. And that was the point that you had been brainwashed. That was the point where the state won. Yeah. And and they so the the way i see this i love gay people i love uh i i i i'm a libertarian i think there should be sexual freedom uh other than minors i don't care what people do to themselves uh medically or surgically um but there's something bigger going on here it's it's just like the it's just like the um uh, Greta, remember Greta Thunberg? Mm-hmm. She turns out to just generally be an intersectional leftist. She she's now pro Palestinian. She's it's not just climate with her anymore. Yeah. It turns out it's Everything. intersectional. Intersectional. So the thing about transgender is there have always been men that like men. There have always been men that like to dress like women. But uh, not in these numbers, Bruce. Not, no, not in these numbers. numbers. It's, it's, it's 50, 50 times, 50 times greater not because, of, yeah. because of social contagion yes. in school. Yeah. But the point is, the, none of that 
none of that required denial of the truth. It was it was completely straightforward to say, I'm a, I'm a man that's attracted to men. I'm a woman that's attracted to women. I'm a woman that's attracted to men and women. I'm a man that, that enjoys dressing as a woman. That's all very different from saying, I, I claim to be a woman and you must agree. Yeah. And in, in England, it's only, that's on pain of imprisonment. You must agree in England. And also in, in at least one case in Canada, it's upon pain of imprisonment. You yeah. must agree. Well, that talking like I said and said, this is ridiculous. These two right, are clearly dudes speech competing in, in a woman's race right. to get, how can that, the, the, the guy in the middle holding the gold medal and the guy on the, the right holding the silver medal, uh, how can they be happy about beating other reason, girls in a race? The reason they're happy is that, and, and I want to talk about this on this future Christmas show is they don't know anything else because because 40 years ago we started laying the groundwork for this. They're probably about 40 or 30 and yeah, maybe so, 30s, or yeah. whatever. And we they, they don't know any better because they were lived in a okay. a, in a post factual slash counterfactual world of public of public education. And so they so But our job is to point this out saying that 2 plus 2 does not equal right. 3 or 5 or whatever the heck they claim. But but the thing is, the very all the things that happened in 1984, and everyone was worse and worse and worse and worse and worse. Yeah. The last step was to say, what's the most basic fact? Well, the most basic, even Orwell couldn't have predicted this. Or even Orwell said, you know what? The most the most basic thing is arithmetic. Well, arithmetic still a human construct. The the absolute most basic fact of life on Earth is gender. That's yeah, the most okay. basic yeah, fact. Yeah. Because except for very few hermaphroditic individuals, it's it's like, are you set up to incubate a baby or are you set up to inseminate someone who's set up to incubate a it's baby? It's either yes or no. And right, you would think that would be yes or no. Not even talk about chrome it could also do the XY and XS chromosomes, mm-hmm. but but the point is so so the point is if the left had been reading Orwell and made this their playbook. They would have said, you know what, rather than doing the, the, the two plus two equals five thing, even better would be to say, let's have, let's show somebody a, a woman and make them say it's a, it's man. a man. Yeah. Okay. That's a good point. And that, so that, look, that, that, so I think, he, I think at this point, it's just like Greta crossed over from potentially well-intentioned climate mm-hmm. to leftist ideology. I think the thing about, I think what differentiates LGBTQ not T LGBTQIA plus whatever from the T is that the T the T is that final chapter in 1984 where it's where it's not it's not the the it's not the guy saying I'm holding up three fingers but I claim there are four that's not it it's the guy saying I'm holding up three fingers and you must agree they are four yeah you've got to agree with that here's what people need to do um that girl that's in the bronze position should be on the gold position. Mm-hmm. And there's two other people, two other girls that worked really hard, I'm sure, to become cyclists and spent countless hours. There should be a girl on that silver position, a girl on that, and that girl there should be on the gold and another one of bronze. They should just step back behind and stand in position behind these people and start making those kind of protests. Because this is, this is utterly ridiculous that they're actually, you're going to have to stand up. You know, remember a long time ago at the very beginning of, of the troubles at the beginning of the end, I said, you know, we, I, I recounted the airlines. The, the the TSA was invented, and then they told airline pilots, they said, starting next week, you have to take your shoes off because you can't be better than the passengers. Yeah. I went on to every airline. I was in a, since I have an airline rating, I was in the groups. 
I was on those groups and saying, don't go to work on Monday. If you go to work on Monday, it's all over. If you don't go to work, this, this will be forgotten. Yeah, real quick. Everybody went to work. Yep. And at that point, they lost all the respect. Airline pilots get no respect now. People would throw their popcorn on airline pilots. Airline pilots used to be like gods, you know? Oh, yeah. Let me. Um, oh, can I get my picture? Lost, they've yeah. lost all the professional respect yeah. because yeah. if you people, see your airline pilot being searched, taking their shoes off. People need to stand right? up. People need to stand up. So this anyway, is, a, the point this is, is absurd. All right. I had to quick break. compete anymore. Yeah. Just don't compete. Just don't go. Yeah. Let the dude stand there. Right. Uh, unbelievable. Don't go. Love to hear from you. Talk with Jeff at iCloud.com. Don't forget about my good friends at Diamond Auto Glass, where the difference is clear. Com. takes 10 to 15 minutes to get that rock chip repaired before it spreads to the rest of your windshield. Call them up, get a new windshield from them, get the rock chip repaired, 928-779-4140, 928-779-4140. Back in a minute. Hey, if you're listening to the podcast, please give us a great review and also give us a comment in there. If you're not listening to the podcast, subscribe. Look up the Jeff Orvitz Show. Also on video, Rumble, follow us there. And on YouTube, subscribe. We appreciate everyone who's done that. Listening to the Jeff Orovitz Show. This portion of the show is brought to you by Kim Dawson at Nova Home Loans. This is the Jeff Orovitz Show. All right, Bruce Sidlinger's here with me. I want to hit on a couple of local items and we'll get to um, what's going on in Israel with the tunnels, the Hamas tunnels over there. Um, this one, I, I just find this one interesting. I tried to look at some of the local politics going on in Winslow. Uh, the council a few weeks ago voted to raise their salaries. And you might hear that and think, oh, politicians raising their salaries, right? Uh, they raised the council position from $200 a month to $400 a month. <laughs> I think I can agree to a raise like this. And the mayor is now going to make a whopping $800 in Winslow versus the 400 um, that the mayor was making. And I'm sure if any mayor of any town, no matter how small or big, they put a lot of time in. Right. Even if I don't agree with them, 400 bucks is doesn't even as Jerry former mayor of Flagstaff Jerry Neighbors used to say doesn't even cover, cover the dry cleaning <laughs> the dry well, cleaning you know bills <laughs> if we're gonna, if we're only going to pay them four hundred dollars we should at least give them a get let them have unlimited insider trading <laughs> yeah like Congress yeah those people make one hundred seventy plus grand a year and, and they, a few it, million on yeah, insider trading it's like you get you can pick insider training or salary right but you can't have you know you're either a salaried position right. or a commission right based person <laughs> <laughs> another one in uh, wins. And I got to reach out to some of these councils, get the mayors on. Um, now that they're getting paid so much, I mean, um, did Winslow instituted a curfew for minors when I was reading in the, uh, um, the the local paper there. Twelve and under can't be out past nine p.m. Um, Sixteen and under. 10 p.m. under 18, 11 p.m. I didn't even know that was a thing that they still had. I don't know. You know this, in communities. this upsets me because think how this would have affected me as a <laughs> as a 13 year old college student. Yeah, I, they probably have exceptions. Remember, like you know, oh, if place, you got your majority places had exceptions for like COVID. You could you could go out if you oh, were okay. working or, right. or something. You know, something stupid. Who knows? 
Yeah, I, I say, well, I, I can't, know. I can't, I, I missed all my night classes this year because there's a curfew. There's a curfew. Hey, I, I was going to go out, but they said yeah. I'd be, I'd be shot if I break right. curfew type thing. <laughs> all right. That's going on Winslow. Uh, in Camp Verde, uh, my neck of the woods, uh, obviously I spend a lot of time down there and I really like this parade. Camp Verde has this Saturday, December 9th at 6 p.m. their parade of lights. So, you know, you do up all the cars. Yep. What I love about the Camp Verde parade is it's short. <laughs> Oh, right. Parades yeah, so, are way too long. Yeah, yeah. So, I, I look, I love the Flagstaff Parade. If they're still doing that, the Parade of Lights, I'm sure they are. But there's like 100 plus entries and you're just mm-hmm. like, okay, okay. Um, Camp Verde, it's just enough at 6 p.m. And the locals do a great job. Plus, they've got events all day starting at 9 a.m. right downtown there by like the City Hall or the fields back there. Like the pancake thing going on. Mm-hmm. So, it's cool. It's small town stuff. One more here. Um, this one, not as happy. 50 grand in Sony products were stolen at this according from the Williams newspaper stolen stolen at the uh, Love's truck stop out there in Williams you know where that is Man. up there in the hill kind of um, on November 21st Williams Police Department still looking for info 928-635-4421 they said it was sophisticated it was planned they went and popped the things took it all out from a couple trucks gone so you wonder how many places they're doing this at uh, probably organized, I would think, and they go in wow. and steal it and then sell it. Sell well, it cheap I was, you know, I hadn't thought alley. of it in that light, but today I was driving behind an Amazon Prime truck. Mm-hmm. And now that you mention it, you know, a lot of times you'd break a dry van open and there would really be boring stuff in it. But any Amazon truck you'd want to knock over because it's got everybody's Christmas presents in it. It's all good stuff. It's all brand new. Well, in line with what you were talking about earlier with the passports, nowadays, generally speaking, most of the packages are just thrown on the porch. Yeah, because they don't. Quite honestly, the delivery people don't have time to keep coming back. They've got so many packages. They do take a picture, but no. I, yeah, yeah. I but mean, if it's gone, I mean, it, it makes sense. If it it makes sense to do that up to a certain amount of theft, because they they would operate at one fifth the speed if they had to wait for yeah, the doorbell to yeah, be answered. Yeah. So, but a lot of people have the cameras on their phone on their um the, the, the ring, ring doorbell. So ring you're going to get not only does Amazon have a picture delivering it, but you'll have a ring doorbell video of somebody yeah, stealing it. So you it. just come up in a mask and, you know, mm-hmm. I wonder how much thefts are going on and how much organized crime is going on in more populated areas. You know, where this people was are an entirely grabbing them. A lot of crime is, a, is because of the ability to do masks now. And that was entirely predictable to anybody who ever watched a Western as a kid because the bad guys, <laughs> the bad guys they always wore a mask. mask. So, but when they first proposed universal masking for COVID, anybody that had ever watched a Western as a kid said, okay, fine. But you realize that we're giving license to all the criminals who have always wanted to wear a mask. Yeah. To Any, wear masks. Anytime I see people doing uh, things, uh, breaking into places, mm-hmm. um, going into, you know, trespassing this and that, except for the January 6th people, none of them wore a mask. Maybe they, right. they should have. But all of the people like in the riots and the looting right. and this and that, or if it's, it's a robbery or they do the smash and grabs. They're being the, very COVID safe. Always. They're all they're Now all of a sudden they're into COVID again. Uh, when I was in California, um, in Santa Barbara, very posh, you know, expensive area. I'm sure you've been there before. Mm-hmm. Um, the Walgreens, a couple of them right in the very posh area, they, they all had um, high security. Yeah. I mean, it's just so it's everywhere, even if you're in. Oh, incidentally, the last, I, I do a daily feature on my Facebook, daily, and the, the hashtag is Exodus, because every day a, a business closes in San Francisco. In San Fr- yeah. Uh, yeah. Last, the latest loss is the only Lego store it closed. 
Oh, so now kids are just going to so be you miserable. can't go to Lego. Can't go get Lego yeah, anymore. Can't go get Legos, but you probably just order it now. But everything is close. Yeah, but the yeah. Lego store is an experience. Yeah, that's 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 a pretty cool so, place. To go. It's yeah. like going to that toy store in New York. What's that one called? Shorts. F A Shorts. Short? Yeah, and it's just like okay, yeah, overpriced you to toys, play the but piano really with your feet. Yeah, and it's a multi. Like Tom Hanks. Yeah, it's like a multi store. Yeah, they had. They still right. have. Right. Like a couple years ago, they still have that right type of thing. That's out a great there. movie. Big. Big is a good movie. If you want to see a really sweet movie, watch Big. Yeah, that, that is a, a good sweet one. Maybe movie. I'll add that to the Christmas list. Yeah. I've been trying to, uh, I'm so sick of the average. Of course, you have to watch the Nakimoto Plaza movie first, because that's the main Christmas, <laughs> that's the main Christmas movie <laughs> of America. Bruce's diehard movie. Yeah. yeah, for some reason, that's the main Christmas movie. I don't know why. I proudly own all the diehards on DVD. Yeah. They got, after the third one, they got a little more ridiculous. Um, but then Bruce Willis, you know, he's right. he's had uh, problems with the... Um, um, what's what's that called? Cognitive, Cognitive yeah. problems. It's too, bad to, it's, it's too bad to see that. Um, okay, love to hear from you. Talk with Jeff at iCloud.com. Um, talk we, with Jeff at iCloud.com. Tunnels, but we can it, just go... Mention what? The tunnels. But, oh, yeah, yeah, yeah. Okay, so real quick. And before I go to that, it just just the thing in Williams, though, with the truck stop theft yeah. and the amount of things... It doesn't matter where you live anymore, really. You do have to be... Yeah, well, aware it's, it's a shame and alert. It? I saw something happen in the White Mountains. I think someone broke in at six a.m. and it's a pretty rural area. I mean, this stuff just generally be prepared you know everywhere surprising? you're at nowadays. You know, what's surprising. I, uh, a statistic came out, and it's from uh, like what quote mainstream. It's not in any way slanted. Yeah, fifty three percent of U.S. households are armed. I believe it. I'm surprised anybody it. is breaking into anything. Fifty three percent. Well, they're just taking a, a, a chance, playing the odds that. That's You're not very go. good odds. Fifty three percent. Well, fifty three percent. But then you talk to Rob Wilson about being prepared, yeah. and it's like you're woken up in the middle of the night or at six in the morning. Right. How prepared are you if you're not constantly training I for would, that type still, of if I incident? Would, if I was a if I was a burglar, I'd be rethinking my career choice. When I read the fifty three percent statistic, yeah, if you're like, I would be rethinking my career choice. Or if right you're like now. a porch uh, snagger, you porch know, where they're they're leaving the packages on the porch. You're, you're going to get caught on a camera eventually. Facial recognition is well, everywhere. Well, that's what the COVID mask is for. Yeah, but still, they'll get the eyes or right, something, right, right, right? I mean, I would have to think they can yeah, but they can least, match this stuff up now. But even scarier is the 53%. I'm not going into anybody's house anymore, 53%. Well, yeah, it might vary based on, is it California or is it Arizona? I was talking to one of the workers at the hotel in, in California, and I don't know, we got on the subject, and then somehow it turned to guns. And mm-hmm. I said, well, in Arizona... You go to you go to a store. You will probably see, maybe not every time, but often you'll see somebody with a sidearm open carrying, and nobody really takes note of that anymore. They might they might notice it, but people open carry they carry concealed. And I said, "There's no permit required." Nobody notices that. I said, "What would that be like if I was walking around with 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 a, a handgun?" In, in this restaurant here right. or in this hotel. He goes, I, you know, even he goes, in, I, I never see it. That's, even that's Ari- crazy. I can't even imagine that. Even in Arizona, I keep it in my pocket because I don't want to make people feel uncomfortable. Uh, and some people would feel uncomfortable. That's fine. I, yeah. I mean, I don't mind people that open carry. That's perfectly no, fine. Of course, I don't um, mind. Yeah, but, I don't mind. I, I generally, just, if I'm going to carry, I carry concealed. Right. Um, but I don't mind open carry at all either. But I'm telling, I'm just telling you that well, for 50. One, for one thing, there's probably a, I do it just to not make feel people feel uncomfortable. But also, there you you've given up one element of surprise by identifying yourself as that's, the guy that's with the true. gun. I don't even know how many people feel uncomfortable anymore in Arizona. That was my point. Is yeah, in California right. they're calling the cops. Somebody's carrying yeah, a gun. Right. Here, you don't get the cops to be like, well, okay, is he 
Is he holding you up? Is right, he, right, I mean, right. I'm not coming for that. Yeah, yeah that's that's that's, that's like Bruce. Chicago, He's carrying again. That's like in Chicago when I called the yeah, report. Call- I called the report. I said I just heard eight gunshots right outside yeah. my truck, and they said, "Well, did you get hit?" <laughs> did you get because hit? they said they said, or, or "Are you just interested?" They said, or "Are you just nosy?" They said that. Like, <laughs> just are you nosy. just yeah? So they don't want to hear reports of gunshots outside. <laughs> Was it automatic fire? Because we yeah. don't come out unless it's a, a automatic yeah, I semi. Just hear in Chicago, they'll say, "Is that is there a bullet hole in your bed frame?" Because otherwise, we're not interested. Oh, man. Unless you can show a headboard. Look at your headboard. If it's not yeah, perforated, got, leave us alone. And if it's more than two feet above right. your head, you're fine. That yeah. happens all the time. <laughs> Suck it up. People get used to anything. Aye, aye, aye. Okay, tunnels. Tunnels. Okay, so in Israel and in Gaza, there's okay, these tunnels. Okay, this is just today's so news item. Give me, give me the um, item. Uh, the IDF announced that, they're, that they're, they're set up now to pump seawater into the tunnel system. Okay. So... That's smart, although anybody can see that the obvious counter move will be that the hostages are going to be at all the low points of the tunnel so that they get drowned. And and so then then, uh, Hamas will say, it's not us that killed the hostages. You all drowned them, right? And so you, you can't win because when people have a memory five minutes ago... Uh, do, the most shocking thing is the Irish prime, I put this in my Facebook and people just look this up, just look up Irish prime minister regarding four year old hostage. Mm-hmm. When the, when the four year old hostage, you, the, the only American hostage that Biden has ransomed so far is the four year old girl, four year old okay. American girl, the Irish prime prime minister, who's very leftist, uh, said, um, I've got, he said, here's my good news post of the day. A four year old girl was lost and now she's found. Four-year-old girl was lost, and now she's... That's what the guy said. And, and quote, lost me... Are you what, talking about Leo Verduck? Yes, yeah, right. And, okay. and, and lost, quote, lost, was his term for... A four-year-old girl watched both of her parents get murdered before her eyes, and then was taken hostage and probably subject to sexual torture for 56 days, and then was paraded... Uh, um, on the streets of Palestine and then and then traded to Israel for three uh, uh, three uh, Palestinian criminals. He tr- all of that he translated to the word lost. She was lost. Now yeah, she's I'm found. I'm looking this up. I see this all over the place. I'm so, I was Times so disgusted. Irish I was so disgusted. Re- relieved Emily Hand has been found after she was lost. Is slammed for wording. Didn't I also read something else that that... Isn't that um, insane? It is insane. That's, I, I thought I read that the, one of those MME guys, the ultimate fighter guys, McConnor, whatever, was mm-hmm. thinking about running for prime minister in Ireland. I mean, I hope that some of these people... Yeah. Um, some of these you know, some tougher thing, people a running thing to that lost, leftist. A similar thing to that lost is there are some women's groups in the U.S. that were behind the Believe Every Woman. Mm-hmm. Uh, one of them is called Emily's List. One of them is National Organization for Women. I forget the third one. They have all steadfastly refused to comment on uh, the, the rape of the uh, Israeli victims. Well, yeah, did, and did you see the one... Like that rape is not is not... That's not yeah, included they in that. That's world. not included in that. I believe all. When there was an actress that came out last week who oh, d- yeah, denounced Sarandon? it all, and then Sarandon? she and no, no, no. There was somebody who came out denouncing and say, "Where are all you women's groups or something oh, right, like right. that?" And she had to, after a day of being pounded on social media, she had to oh, yeah, walk then she back. Had to walk it back. Why do these people walk this stuff she, back? She said, Just stay for. I'm, I'm sorry that I was sorry for the Israeli women that got yeah, raped. I mean, how? It's, 
Yeah. It's just, it's, it's just, a post factual counterfactual world. And, and if, if we do a Christmas show, I want to talk at length we're gonna, about that. We're, we're actually, Bruce going to stay late here and we're going to do some extra for when I take some time off for Christmas. It's going to be a very dark show. I don't recommend listening to it. <laughs> My Christmas, I'm trying to be more. I'm going to do the darkest I'm, show I'm more. Ever. <laughs> okay. I'll, I'll tell you what day that is, folks. You can decide okay. if you're into that or not. Yeah. Uh, my whole thing here now is, um, I know you're pretty gloomy on things. I am too, but I still feel that the best hope, I know the best hope here is still America. I know that we've got our issues, but I also, I believe it or not, have faith that the majority of sane people eventually step up. When you see those people, maybe I'm being overly optimistic, when you see those, the one girl with the two dudes who are, you know, standing up for the medals, eventually the tide breaks on that. And, and people say enough is enough. You know, you're the, and I think you're we're the Pollyanna getting, in my life. I'm sorry, but I, I think <laughs> I do sense that we've got a lot of darkness, a lot of gloom and a lot of stuff that can, that is definitely going wrong. Um, but I, I still have to hold some faith that the American people, like we have so many times before, well, will still be that backlash. shining light. We're definitely seeing backlash, I know, like I in know. Holland. Y- yes. You know, uh, however, in the Christmas show, I'll explain that the backlash won't succeed. Okay. Well, I'm going to sing Christmas carols <laughs> if Bruce gets too negative there. All right, love All to right. hear from you. Talk with Jeff at iCloud.com. Don't forget about my good friends at Namarco's Pizza, voted best pizza and wings in Flagstaff for many, many years. Uh, yesterday, I went there with the Oravai. Did you go? Yes, Remember? you did. You I did. Yeah, a couple Oravai. months back. I parked in the secret spot. We were running hot yesterday, as you know. We came in and had to do the show. And yesterday was actually my birthday. And Happy birthday. Oh, let's all sing. Anyway, um, usually Angela cooks me. She's a great cook. Best cook out there. I've experienced And she was going to make chicken marsala. But I... we were too rushed. She's going to do that tomorrow. So she went to the Marcos Pizza, got my Gary's special, which is awesome. Hot wings. Uh, the buffalo bread. My um, my birthday dinner was awesome, awesome food from the best pizza place out there, from the Marcos Pizza. So if it's good enough for my birthday, it's good yep. enough for really any day, right? That'd Bruce? be like for me, Whataburger. But also, yeah, yeah, well, there you go. Yes, but but I would say the Marcos Pizza. The Marcos Pizza birthday is your Whataburger. Party. Although I love the Marcos Pizza too. It is it's awesome. almost it is awesome. for me. Even for me, it's almost as good as Whataburger. <laughs> and nothing <laughs> is as good as Whataburger. <laughs> no, stop buying the Marcos Pizza. Three locations in Flagstaff, and uh, also order online. That's what Angela did yesterday at namarcospizza.com. That's namarcospizza.com. Tell them I sent you when you go in there and uh, have a great pizza, too. great craft beers as well. Hang tight. Back in a minute. listening to the podcast please give us a great review and also give us a comment in there if you're not listening to the podcast subscribe look up the jeff orbit show also on video rumble follow us there and on youtube subscribe we appreciate everyone who's done that this is the jeff orbit show Just just about wrapping it up here with Bruce Sidlinger, but he's going to stay late, and we're going to work on some, some Christmas stuff. I have to plan way ahead for this whenever I yeah. take any time off, yep. unless you just want to come in and ramble for a couple of days. I, I, 
I've got the instruction manual for the board. I'll figure it out. <laughs> You'll figure it I'll out. I'll figure it out. <laughs> but uh, no, I, there is optimism out there, but there's also, there's a heck of a lot of work Well, to so do. the issue, right, heck of a we lot can of talk work. about this on the Christmas show. Yeah. There's, there's definitely backlash everywhere. There is. People have had enough. 53% of armed households is one example. Yeah, true. Um, however... I think that it's unrecoverable for reasons I'll describe on the Christmas show. Okay, yeah, that's that's fair enough, and you're you're probably right. But I'm <laughs> trying to be. Uh, I don't want to be right. Yeah, as as I uh, you know went another lap around the sun, and you, you're like, okay, let me let me have a little less heartache, <laughs> <laughs> or at least try to. All right, Bruce. Um, do I need to run an extension cord to your car? Get a couple couple extra miles. Well, I parked it for towability. <laughs> Like I always do, just in case. <laughs> we'll burn that thing down with gasoline. All right, Bruce, I appreciate it. We'll talk with you soon. See you later. And I'd, I'd love to hear from you. Get those comments and talk with Jeff at iCloud.com. Back here tomorrow for another busy show. Have a great, safe night. Take care. See you soon. <laughs>